0: You're listening to the Gold Derby Show on the Gold Derby Podcast Network. Welcome back to Gold Derby. I'm Christopher Rosen, I'm joined by Joyce. And Joyce, I still don't have a ring, right? so if people are watching, well, you need to borrow Daniel Craig's.
1: That's all on his head.
0: I feel like it would fall on my head too. I all I do is bang my head, uh, and, so then, and then we could and- do
1: like a whole video, and you not realize you've been bleeding. <laughs>
0: It looked like strawberry jam. For those who don't know what we're talking about, it's the variety actors on action, Daniel Craig and Javier Bardem, uh, which is the funniest thing I think both of us have seen all week, uh, for sure, for me.
1: It was it was uh, the perfect way to kick off their series. It was the first one they released, even though like their big tease was uh, the Gaga cover. And yes, Lady Gaga guest.
0: and uh, Jake Gyllenhaal as her mystery yeah. guest. And But uh, I highly really,
1: recommend the the Daniel Craig and Javier Bardem one.
0: It was a real hoot. You know, I, you told me to watch it and I did. And I was not disappointed. But Joyce, we're not here to talk about Variety's Actors on Actors, a, a wonderful franchise that I, I am very supportive of. But instead, the craziest day of the whole award season was today. It, this it's is D-Day. This is D Day. We're yeah. doing it Thursday, or is it G Day? Because it's Guild Day. Oh, good one. Good one. Yeah, I, yeah. Got, I got one. Yeah. <laughs> Picked that one off. And uh, it's Thursday afternoon. Uh, we just in were the Directors Guild award nominees. We're going to go through the Producers Guild, Directors Guild, the Ace uh, Eddie uh, nominees, and also the Writers Guild nominees all today. Uh, Joyce. Of four of
1: the, of the
0: biggest guilds. So now we pretty much have a great uh, picture of what will get nominated the Oscars, I feel like. And I kind of think it cleared up a lot of, uh, perhaps, cleared up a lot of uh, confusion, perhaps maybe, or, you know, uh, hope dictions that maybe have now been dashed. Uh, but we'll start with the PGA, Joyce. I'll read them off to you. Okay. Uh, we have all of this on, on goldderby.com. That's right. I'm actually looking at our site right now. Great. Great moment. Wait, wait,
1: wait a (laughs) pimp.
0: So good. Uh, The nominees for the producers, we start off with The Bag, Being the Ricardos, uh, (laughs) Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, The Power of the Dog, Tick, Tick, Boom, and West Side Story. Joyce, I think nine of those were very expected. And then the 10th was Being the Ricardos, which.
1: You know, this is just a a win for the alphabet.
0: It was. Cause it yeah. got right out of the way, you, right at top. You're like, okay, no <laughs> Spider-Man, no, no time to die. No drive my car, no house of Gucci, no lost daughter.
1: This is, uh, this is like the opposite of uh, two years ago when I was so stressed out waiting for parasite because alphabetically that was the last one that year.
0: <laughs> pretty wild. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, so yeah. So Joyce, I mean, that's like, I guess the headline there is being the Ricardos again, showing up overperforming. Pre- overperforming, let's say at the PGA awards.
1: Um, Yeah. And, you know, I, I I feel like people were, uh, I mean, I, I understand like all the, the Spider-Man predictions cause I thought I could get into, and even like no time to die, you know, it's, they, they made money, you know, and even house of Gucci, which a lot of people were also predicting, uh, did not get in. And I feel like in hindsight, we're all just dumbasses for not even considering being the Ricardo's that strongly. I think, uh, you know, it has a, a pretty mixed reception and, uh, I, I feel like maybe people were anti-dicting it because they didn't want it to be nominated, you know, but even though this is, it's a, it's on Amazon. So, uh, there's no, there's no box office per se, but we, we know from, I guess last week or whatever, it had, uh, some huge numbers on its first week on Amazon, you know, whatever metric that was. I think it was Nielsen's, whatever, however they did it. But anyway, uh, long story short, very windy here. That movie is about the production of a TV show. <laughs> and these producers <laughs> could relate to that, I feel like, you know?
0: Yeah. I, you know, the funny thing is when uh, we, when I saw this, I came home and I put it in the top five of my picks immediately. Like a total, I was like, I'm in, this is, uh, this is getting in. Hollywood on Hollywood all these big actors doing like big things Sorkin, you, you were also,
1: picking a four for four in acting
0: I was doing the Scott Feinberg for Belfast on on yeah. Ricardo's though four for four for acting best picture nominee the whole nine and then <laughs> uh over the next few weeks I just was like man nobody like a lot of people don't like this movie even though I still do and I, I let the uh you know the mass. It the high was the pressure, mind. Yeah. yeah,
1: like the was, the echo chamber of yes. film
0: Twitter, yeah. And I should not have done that because I could have left it in, and I would have had it in there for PGA if I was predicting that, and would have had it in for Best Picture. So I I moved it back into Best Picture choices. The long the end. Long story short here, because while I think the it remains even today after it was nominated, I thought it remains a maybe fringe contender for a lot of people and an outlier because I saw I think. I forget who it was. Maybe Nathaniel Rogers on Twitter was saying, Oh, Molly's game was a PGA nominee. And so Chicago seven was a PGA nominee. And now being Ricardo's is a PGA nominee so that it's clear that the, the producers guild really loves the Aaron Sorkin vibe.
1: Yeah. All of his, uh, directing efforts have made it so far.
0: Correct. So I'm like, well, in that case, Molly's game wasn't a best picture nominee though. I could argue it was probably close to getting a best picture nomination and didn't have the 10, the full 10. So Dave I Ricardo's think um,
1: that year that and I, Tonya, were left off. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Great movies. I, I love both those movies, but, uh, so I'm like, oh, I, maybe it won't get in, but then you look at it and I'm like, well, Nicole came in seemingly now remains a front runner for best actress. And perhaps this is like,
1: almost, I mean, I'm not going to say she's definitely winning, but this, uh, you know, win in her sales.
0: <laughs> definitely ascendant. Let's say, you know, Javier Bardem was nominated SAG. Great showing in the actors on actors thing with Daniel Craig, super charming there. I'm like, I could, I, I really do think he can get in for Best Actor. Sorkin script, spoiler alert, was a WGA nominee. Now even with the uh, like you know, a billion ineligible scripts, ineligible yeah. scripts, I still think he'll get in at the Oscars. And all of a sudden, I'm like, well, maybe he will get in for Best Picture. It seems like. And then maybe that Nicole does have the best picture nominee that we, we've been talking about. As we were like, looking
1: for, for from who's, best
0: be nom- who's the actress who's going to have a best actress, a uh, best picture nominee. And it's something different. so uh, I w- I'm in on being the Ricardos. And I, I wonder then if one of these falls out, what do you think it would be? Uh, I guess I'll put you on the spot. I mean,
1: I I think the easy
0: pick here is Ricardos, right? Well, if it's not
1: Ricardos, though, if it's not
0: Ricardos. <laughs> What's Ricardos? It's actually 10th. <laughs>
1: I, you know, I mean, this was also like a big effort tick-tick-boom because, uh, you know, it missed the the Sound Mixing Guild the other day or was it yesterday? I don't know. So, so many guilds this week. Um, and, you know, that has a low nomination ceiling. It's, it's, you know, like as we've said a million times, like Andrew Garfield is carrying this movie <laughs> to a Best Picture nomination. So it really needed this PGA nom and it got in. Uh, I, I could still see that missing just because i don't know what else um it could really get besides sound and
0: uh him you know what if it gets so i have two nominations that it could possibly get that we also Screamplay. saw. Today. adapted screenplay it made it even though again there were a lot of uh wga uh, disqualifications. so like power of the dog was not eligible at the dg at the wga so you know there's room for a tick tick boom but at the same time, we've talked about that category is, like, not thin, but there's not a deep bench. And yeah. I know Dune has, like, I think on our odds, remains, like a, likely, like, like, a likely nominee there. And I'm almost like, what if it's not? Because, again, like, I feel like there is a prejudice against science fiction and certainly science fiction screenwriting. And maybe Dune doesn't make it. I don't know. And I'm like, maybe then Tick, Tick, Boom gets in there. And then the last one, Joyce, uh, which we'll get to again in a few... The DGA awards, uh, no upsets there. Went pretty chalk, but in the first-time feature category, there was Lin Manuel Miranda, which was un- not unexpected, obviously for for Tick, Tick, Boom. Is there any world where he can possibly get nominated as the fifth best director as like an upset pick? And then you um, get
1: um like, I, I i would not rate him in my top three of upset picks. No? I, I don't you know think. if if DGA doesn't go five for five with the directing nominees, I don't really see him as the replacement for any of them. It, it doesn't so. seem
0: likely, but I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> that that branch is, uh, is a it. little bit more snobbish. Uh, that's that's what I'll, sure. I'll leave it at that.
0: <laughs> so I don't know. I feel like bit, bit, what I'm trying to say is I think Tick, Tick, Boom is maybe also st- stable. And I wonder if one of these other, if, if Ricardo's is in, we've had all these other ones in the whole time. I wonder, does something like King Richard fall out at the end? And just be like, oh, we all thought it was gonna get in. It showed up everywhere. It's a it's a WGA nominee in original screenplay. It's a PGA nominee here. Obviously, Will is you know gonna get a best actor nomination, seemingly very well-liked film, but maybe just it ends up not well-liked enough and not high enough on the ballots, and it kind of gets knocked off. I-, I could see that happening.
1: Yeah, I mean I mentioned this last week in our column, um, just Picking uh, piggybacking off of Ingenue Ellis's SAG snub. Uh, and also, it didn't make editing at the BAFTA long list, but it didn't make the ace at ease today. There was another big snub yes. <laughs> there today, but not for King Richard. So, you know, I mean, King Richard had a good day today. It did have a very good day. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I, It showed up in three places of these guilds.
1: Yeah. Artists. And I, and I think, uh, you know, buoyed by those, uh, first three, uh, guilds, you know, maybe people were thinking like Ronaldo Marcus Green could like, sneak into like DGA or something, uh, did not happen. So I was, yeah. I that. Yeah. He's good. I mean, you, you were predicting him for a while there. Guys, I'll tell
0: you what I interviewed him. So there you go. I know, but, uh, he's a great, I, I really like him. And the reason I was predicting him is because I think he, uh, has a lot of goodwill in the industry because he works with so many, he worked with like a lot of really like classic veteran people on King Richard, including Pamela Martin, who was nominated at the ACE, uh, the awards today. So yeah, I don't know. I, and I mean
1: could've. like great, uh, tennis scenes. uh some of the best tennis and I'm, I'm wearing my U S open hoodie. Nice. So I have to promote the tennis
0: scenes. King uh, Richard, I love King Richard. Yeah. I would, I would really not, I don't want to see it snubbed, but I'm almost like, is that the type of movie that we're all just kind of like writing in throughout? Yeah. I guess it's
1: like how, how highly would people rank it? Right. I don't know. Even amongst my uh, tennis friends, like we're all just like, Oh yeah, that was good. But like, no, one's like, I love that
0: movie. (laughs) Right. The passion is not as strong there. And I think we all thought maybe the passion was going to come from the actors, but then it missed a sag in the ensemble. But it's
1: still, like, such a, a weird snub because it, like, that performance or and, like, that role in that movie just for Ingenue just right. felt like, like, sag bait. And she's right. a veteran. You know, she's, she she's gotten two surprising Emmy nominations in the past couple of years. So it it felt like it this was something
0: she should have easily gotten. Right. Um, I said ensemble. I mean, yeah. you, you know what I meant. You know what I meant. Joyce, let's do the other, I will, since we're talking about all this, it's just if people are watching this or listening to this and are like, what ha, What are you guys talking about? So the, w, the PGA was first, kind of like, there we go, being the Ricardos in, in the conversation, Spider-Man out, no time to die out. We'll talk about but that. Wait, let,
1: that let me, uh, let's uh, finish this with Spider-Man. Uh, very sad for Spidey, especially after last night they uh, released uh, the, the first group interview with the three Spideys. I love that Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland. I watched it immediately, obviously.
0: So good. I watched it too. I love that Tobey Maguire was so stone-faced, he looked frozen for some of it.
1: It was, um, <laughs> I, I just love that he just had on this like T-shirt. It was just like, he took a break. Like, it's great. I, from I like doing chores so or something. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I, I guess it is, you know, like the biggest movie of the year. And in the past, they've PGA has nominated like Wonder Woman um you know deadpool you know like Populist Fair. Yes. so it is kind of surprising it didn't make it like i was what? thinking
0: i wonder if the reason it didn't make it is because frankly i think spider man no way home is a better movie than no time to die which i know you haven't seen but i have not I seen say-
1: a daniel craig bond
0: <laughs> but i would say that no time to die had to like Fledgling buzz and support for a PGA nomination because it was showing up in like a lot of the the guilds, right? Like it had like some little bit of momentum, and I wonder if it kind of like Spider-Man in No Time to Die like split the populist vote a little. Like there was like enough juice for Spider-Man, and then. But like, why
1: can't you just vote for both of them?
0: Like, what you have? To well, because to maybe you know? just didn't like it. All. Maybe like maybe you liked more one. There was no one to consensus around, so maybe kind of, like, push it down. That was my thinking, maybe. I still think Spider-Man could maybe get it at Best Picture. I know that's, like, complete long shot, no chance, but, like, I'll pull for it. It could still make it. Uh, So Spider-Man, No Time to Die, I don't... I think No Time to Die, conversely, would be uh not making it in. I think it needed to show up here to even be really seriously considered. Yeah, uh, I definitely. just think it's
1: interesting that they... Basically rejected money, like producers rejected money. <laughs> like even Gucci, you know, the best performing adult drama. They
0: rejected all. money, but they did not reject viewership. Because if you want and being the Ricardos, as we we talked about, was like almost most more watched, it sounded like than even Don't Look Up, according to like whatever streaming Nielsen yeah, metric that, came in. That, I mean, who it, knows? It, how Nielsen, they even I don't know. I don't know what
1: rating that was. Sorry. But,
0: but, it's like, yeah. If you think of it like that, it's like, oh, being Ricardo's and Don't Look Up are like two probably of probably like the biggest movies of the year somehow, even though they didn't make any money. I
1: also I also wonder if it's because of, you know, COVID and everything that we don't really know how to measure success at the box office right. anymore. Like everything obviously has to be skewed because there's a pandemic. So even when things make money. Like, you know, like Eternals made money, but it's obviously not the normal type of money that were like Black Widow or like Shang-Chi um, and even, you know, Spider-Man, even though that was the biggest one. So I wonder if they're they're actually kind of gravitating more towards streaming movies because they don't have to, you know, rely on dollar signs anymore that everyone can see.
0: So this is a messy list because HBO Max debuted some of these. But if you look at if you look at the nominees, Ricardo's Mm -hmm. streaming, Belfast's Theaters, Coda streaming, Don't Look Up streaming, Dune and King Richard were both theatrical. Streaming
1: for one month.
0: Right. Licorice Pizza Theaters, Power of the Dog streaming, Tick, Tick, Boom streaming and West Side Story theatrical. So really the only three, the only movies here that are not available right now to watch online or at your home are Licorice Pizza and West Side Story. Everything mm-hmm. else was either available at home or was like, uh, available to rent or buy. Like OD, now. Yeah. So it's pretty interesting.
1: I, and interestingly, licorice pizza and West side story are still doing well, you know, comparatively in, in COVID times. Like they're both still in the top 10.
0: We were talking about that today, actually, because this is also the first day of Oscar voting. And, uh, that's why this is like such a hilarious, uh, big day for all these guild nominations to come out. But you know, next next week, like during voting, Nightmare Alley will be on streaming. Now, I think it's it's, uh, it's
1: hitting who and yeah, HBO Max. I think both. I, It's the uh, it's the last day of voting.
0: Yeah, right. So I'm like, well, that could maybe help it, but I would say that it needed. I, I think Nightmare Alley we could safely not cross off, but uh, we it would be surprised if it made it in because it got no PGA nomination, and then the Directors Guild nominees Joyce were. Uh, no Guillermo del Toro. I had flirted <laughs> with Guillermo, honestly, thinking he could get in. But uh, I
1: mean, it, it got a couple of craft uh, guilds this week. It was it, pretty expected.
0: Yeah, it, it still was. I felt like it was making a comeback. And I was like, oh, i talking myself into it. But uh, the nominees for, for DGA today were Paul Thomas Anderson, Kenneth Branagh, Jane Campion, Steven Spielberg and Denny Villeneuve. Completely chalk. Not one surprise there at all. I, I was I was waiting for a surprise. It, it was, was uh, me,
1: pretty anticlimactic after uh, some of the events today. <laughs>
0: I gotta say, there were part of me that I was like, w- when West Side Story missed at the edit uh, from the editors, uh, which it did. The editing award nominees, there was no West Side Story. I was like, what if Steven Miller gets snubbed uh, and, but, and the DGA? Because I it mean, also- I think we were all
1: thinking that because it also missed uh, cinematography, the ASC, the cinematography uh, the other day, uh, which was very rude to that puddle shot.
0: Ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Janice Kaminsky another a former interviewee for me. But I was like, man, that guy rules and like that's a great shot. Are you are you know. jinxing all of them? Because you've talked to everyone. Wait, I haven't talked <laughs> to Steven Spielberg, though, so that he maybe is safe. That seems fine. Um, but no, those are the DGA nominees. And then that means uh no Pedro Amandovar, no Adam McKay, no Guillermo Del Toro, no Joel Cohn no uh Rizuki Hamaguchi, no Sean Hader and then first time filmmakers who were nominated who maybe would be Fledgling contenders, let's say, were uh, from the DJ Maggie Gyllenhaal, Rebecca Hall for *Passing*, Lynn Manuel Miranda *Tick-Tick Boom*, Tatiana Hueso for *Prayers for the Stolen*, Michael Cernovsky for *Pig*, and Emma Siegelman for uh, *Ship a Baby*. I don't know Joyce. I, I was I was kind of maybe expecting Adam McKay or Gamro to show up here, uh, but I guess I don't know who I would have thought would have missed. I, I would have get. I guess Kenneth Branagh would have been my pick before. Uh the West Side Story Guild Guild, West Side Story Story. Wow, I can't what are you trying to say? (laughs) Real real tongue twisted (laughs) there. The West Side Story Guild snubs. Wasn't even that hard to say, but uh I was just going too fast.
1: Um yeah, I I think I think Kenneth was was always safe here. I think if there if it wasn't gonna be the chalk five at DGA, I think
0: maybe PTA would have missed. Um, but you know he so, made it, and so now joyce are these are five so what do you combining this with the pga what what do you see
1: I think these are our top five. Uh, now I can't talk top five films, which okay. I've already had for a while anyway um but I don't know if they'll match exactly five for five, and i i I currently don't have. Kenneth in uh in my Oscar picks I have Hamaguchi in but I don't know I I could put him back in because <laughs> I feel like they like that branch like you know we said before they're idiosyncratic they're more snobby than DG- like DJ is humongous um and it it's not just film directors it's like TV directors and just like just like a bunch of people just working like filmmakers but not just purely like cinema filmmakers. Right. And uh, so I, I feel like, you know, they, they might pull something like last year when they replaced Sorkin with Thomas Winterberg, you know?
0: So I think they might do that too. And I think that's like the conventional wisdom, but then I would say, does that mean that Kenneth Brown is on the outs? I feel like of these movies, he's the most uh, Sorkin-like, let's say, of the potential nominees just because it's like populist movie and he's still like yeah well, he's and made. also
1: i'm still like riding off the pta fandom thread high from
0: like four years ago so my um, predictions at the moment which i will obviously change because they're gonna be they're embarrassing but i have actually pta and brana out at the oscars and i had uh hamaguchi and del toro in and i'll probably pop del toro back out because i think he needed to show up either here or at the pga awards to really kind of like stay in contention. So I'll probably put PTA back in and end up with Hamaguchi in the last spot and not Brannaw. I could still see him missing.
1: Yeah, um, I, I. So like last year was just no. The last two years they went four for five because two years right. ago they swapped Taika Waititi for Todd Phillips. Right. They, the Oscars went huge for Joker, right, and then. The year before, they they dropped Bradley Cooper and Peter Farrelly for Paul Polakowski and Yorgos Lanthimos. Yes. Right? I, 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 I,
0: my sense yeah. is that the director's branch is not kind to actors turned directors, even if they are directors who have done many movies. Like Kenneth Branagh is almost a...
1: But he's also been nominated before for director's. Yes.
0: He has. And maybe that's, I guess I would maybe change that to recently. He's already
1: in, even though it was a while
0: ago. <laughs> it was a while ago when they were actually doing it. Cause like Kevin Costner and Mel Gibson, when was he nominated okay. choice? You know, you know, off the top of your head. Like I'm 30 sure. years ago. <laughs> so I'm like, it was a more forgiving time for actors turned filmmakers. Cause he had Kevin Costner winning. You had Mel Gibson winning. You had Kevin Branagh getting nominated. This is like a good moment for actors turned filmmakers. And then I think in the last 20 years, we've seen that they're just like, no. Like, Brad, no Bradley, no Ben Affleck. I, I feel like both of them would have been, like, should have been nominated, could have won in those categories. I mean, they uh, they definitely worked for it, so. <laughs> so, I, I could see maybe the tide has turned on that, though at the same time, Kenneth Brown, like we said, I, like he's done many, many movies. He's I think he's directed nine or ten movies. Uh, and so, uh, he
1: has a Death on an Isle,
0: finally. Yes, I can't wait. Stopping. I can't wait to see that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, I don't know. I was well, like, well, but also you
1: know. the last time DGA went five for five with the Oscars was the first year of the preferential ballot. So right. it was 12 years ago.
0: <laughs> so it could go five for five. I, I would not be surprised it we went five for five, but I do think there's going to be like a one twist. And I guess you, the, the question is then who is left out? It'll be Kenneth Branagh, Paul Thomas. Ant- I mean, do you think like PTA gets left out in that case? I don't
1: know. I feel like they. I felt more like Kitay would have gone left out at DGA than the Oscars. Same. Um, but the other C- thing is, do you
0: think yeah. Spielberg could get left out?
1: I don't know. I I would hate it if he got left out because this is his best movie since Lincoln, um, yes. and he he was one of the survivors uh, of that you know crazy two for five match that year um, with DGA, and uh, I I don't know. I I don't think, I think- he
0: will, but.
1: Yeah. I think, I think he's okay. Like it had a West side story had a pretty, uh, up and down week this week with the girls, but I, I, you know, he made it here. Although like they do love him at DGA. It's, um, right. I I think he should be fine. Like that is a really huge, uh, directorial achievement. Um, so then yeah, Denis, I think that's, that's like the tech achievement.
0: Denis and, and Jane are probably pretty... Yeah, sad. like Jane is winning. <laughs> so it's like, I mean, really, the I, so I guess you would say maybe ranked in order of potentially not making it from this list. At least for me, I would say Kenneth, Paul, Thomas Anderson, Spielberg would be my top three of potentially that one of those would miss. And then like a Hamaguchi or like, I don't even know, uh, uh, Joel Cohen or Pedro and Some, you know, some either Autori art house director or like an international director. will make that last spot.
1: I don't know. But, I felt like yeah, like last year it was kind of easy to just like earmark Sorkin for the yeah. snub, I feel like. So. I guess you'll
0: see. I mean, I don't know. I still think I'm gonna have Branna not making it. No offense to Mr. Branna or Sir Kenneth, I guess it would be, and uh Belfast. Uh and then the writer's guild Joys, that was another, so uh, <laughs> uh it, this is uh Again, a lot of movies not eligible. Hey, do you want me to read off some of the ineligible
1: movies? Because I...
0: Yeah, let me read off. The ineligible yeah. movies would be uh, Power of the Dog, The Lost Daughter. Uh, let me see.
1: Well, that's Adapted. So, yeah, there's also uh, Passing. Uh, right. Spider-Man, No Way
0: Home was right. also ineligible. Uh, Belfast in the original is ineligible. Yeah. Uh, Drive My Car. Ineligible. So, yeah. A lot of ineligibles But here were the nominees of what was. also eligible? Mass. Mass. Yes. Yeah. Uh Ricardo's, don't look up, French Dispatch, King Richard, and Licorice Pizza. Not a bad list, honestly. I actually think I have three of these five at the moment. I don't believe I have more than that. Let me see. Because I have Belfast in there. I think that's a safe nomination for it. And I have Parallel Mothers in there, actually, too. Interesting.
1: I, I, I've been on the come on, come on <laughs> train for forever. Um, I don't know if I'll stay on it. There's, there's usually a soul writing nominee yeah. every year. And I feel like that could be it. Like Mike Mills was that a couple of years ago with a 20th century woman. So
0: I guess uh, the one, again, not to, again, I feel like bad cause I really like the movie, but the movie that I think would miss here is King Richard. Even though yeah, I, I have
1: I'm... come on, come on in, in lieu of
0: King Richard. So I have uh, King Richard out and I have Parallel Mothers in basically on mine. I think Parallel Mothers could get in for uh, Patreon Maldovar. Yeah. Um, it just... Come on, come on is also a good choice, though. Choice. Yes. What if they both get in? <laughs> they could. I mean, I feel like the safest ones here would be
1: the Gersh Pizza in Belfast.
0: And I kind of think, I don't know, I think Ricardo's is pretty safe. People love Aaron Sorkin and, like, they obviously like the movie.
1: Yeah, I have that. And, um, and then I have uh, Don't Look Up. Same.
0: Yeah. And then for Adapted, uh, did we do those nominees? Maybe not. It was Coda, Dune, Nightmare Alley, Tick, Tick, Boom, and West Side Story. So, obviously, Power of the Dog will be in here. Uh, I think Lost Daughter will be in here, too, at the Oscars. Mm-hmm. So that knocks out two of these. I think the conventional wisdom would be Nightmare Alley and Tick Tick Boom would not make it. But like I said, I'm not yeah. convinced Dune is going to be taken seriously as a writer. I I, I love that movie. I there's no. I just wonder. I'm like, the si- science fiction play for is a screenwriting gambit?
1: Yeah, and then it's also like half a movie basically right. as well. Um, like I don't think it's the same as you know, like the Lord of the Rings
0: trilogy. Right. So you know. we'll see if it's in there. I, I know that's a popular pick, but I think Coda and West Side Story. I think Story, Coda is
1: in. I have, let me see what I have. Um, I think, do I have Macbeth? Oh my god, I don't even know. <laughs>
0: I'll tell you what, I had Macbeth, and that was eligible here and did not make it, and that's why I took it out because I was like, if Macbeth can't get in at the WGA awards when it is God, face oh, the, I have to drive my car. That's right. A lot of ineligibility in its uh, in its race here. If it didn't make it in, that seemed like a, a demerit in its chances to me. So that's why it's it
1: it it. rough because it's also Shakespeare. You know, yeah. And I've heard of that guy.
0: <laughs> <He's> pretty good.
1: <laughs> You've heard of Bill? Yeah. Wasn't,
0: wasn't sure. Um, uh, and then let Joyce. Let's do the. I want to do the Eddies just because the uh, Ace Eddies. Yeah. So uh, the nominees there were for drama, Belfast, Dune, King Richard, No Time to Die, and The Power of the Dog. And then for comedy, Cruella, Don't Look Up, The French Dispatch, Licorice Pizza, and Tick, Tick, Boom. No West Side Story. I cannot figure that one out for the life of me. That was shocking because I would be like, congratulations,
1: here's your ace, Eddie, and Oscar.
0: (laughs) So, like... Would it have been a? I mean, it's a drama, right?
1: It, it was, yeah. So it it was classified as a drama because uh, it is. It, yes. There's three tragic murders in it. Yes. Uh, you know, contrary to what some uh, recent tweets would have you believe, <laughs> uh, it it is laughter is the
0: best medicine, Joyce. Yeah,
1: or is is it music? Music, is music the is medicine.
0: the best medicine. Yeah. I think. Okay. Murder is definitely not the best medicine. Yeah, no. There's tons of murder in West Side Story. So
1: yeah. So. And then until recently their Ace Eddie's uh, comedy category was comedy or musical. Correct. But now it's just comedy. So then they differentiate. So obviously they put tick, tick, boom into comedy. Sure. Even I though that's that not that much more comedic no. <laughs> that's my story. It's, it's pretty dramatic and sad and heavy. Yeah. Um, anyway. So I, I wonder if, you know, so, yeah, so I think Les Mis, uh was nominated in comedy or musical Ace Eddies. I should double check that. But back when it was still called comedy or musical, right. I think it went in there because it's a musical, obviously, even though that's also not a comedy. Um, but I wonder if because West Side Story was classified as a drama that they don't really think of musicals as because I feel like you when you hear musical, you think of lighter fair. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I wonder if that was a factor.
0: It might be, but I was like, who's the, uh, I, I feel like, I don't know. I was just surprised it didn't make it also coded did not make it, which kind of surprised me. And I guess that was, uh, that would have been a drama as well. Though so I think you could have fudged it into comedy if you really wanted to, it's not funny, but it's sad, it's, but I'm it, like, it, yeah, that's not funny. There are um, some comedic moments though. Certainly as many as there are in tick tick it, boom.
1: I, well, like that's the thing, right? It's like, what is it because there are more like upbeat songs in Tick Tick Boo? I don't know. Like, that's why you put it in comedy. And I, how about I, Cruella? Your
0: fave, Cruella. I'm like, wow, man. And how did it, there's love for Cruella and not for the score. Mickey Bretel. Come on, that was his score this year. That Listen, was he
1: has Don't Look Up, okay. Yeah, but he
0: would. I think he would have done better with Cruella. I don't know. I, I think they made a mistake. Not, not him or anybody involved with those movies, just the the, the branch should have maybe considered uh, Cruella. Okay,
1: so yeah, Les Mis was not made at ease when it was still called comedy or musical, right. yeah.
0: So that was a bummer for West Side Story, and it missed, obviously, we were saying before, uh, from the cinematographers as well, mm-hmm. which kind of throws everything up to me I guess I'm up to minds. So we're using this now to like now frame the Oscar conference. Oscar voting is happening right now. People are like going to make their nominations and make their picks probably at the last minute. But if they're uh, overachievers or type A's, maybe they're doing it right now or today on Thursday here. Cause they only have a week, right Joyce? So we're already done. They
1: have Thursday. only like five days. It's February 1st. <laughs> not even ready,
0: Right. Unbelievable. Uh, wow. So I don't know this, all of this today com- combined makes me think that, Howard's Dog is still winning Best Picture. That I still have it in there. of this has changed my mind on that. that. That's my big takeaway.
1: Everything is kind of, it It kind of feels like Land last year where everything is just kind of falling into place for it.
0: Yes, I, I'd, ag- you know. I'd agree with that. And we know I, it's, it's not really-
1: the strongest film because I think it's missed some guilds, but also it, those don't really matter that much for right. its chances. It's because it's not like a huge tech player like Dune. I think Dune has made pretty much Everything except I for stag.
0: So. Yeah, yeah. And we had it's, we had Peg Dune as like the top nominee getter, and I think West Side Story will be in there as well. Those would probably be the two biggest nominees, and then yeah, I think Power of the Dog is still the front runner though. And none of this stuff here today made me change my mind. But I guess if I had to pick a second movie now, I. Was going to say not West Side Story because it missed a couple of those guilds. But then when Steven Spielberg made it in for DGA, I, uh, I can't. I
1: mean, I, I still think it will get nominated at the Oscars for cinematography and right. probably and editing. editing too. Yeah.
0: So then it doesn't matter. And then it's like the second, then it's there it is, like as the 1A to Power the Dog. Do you, any of these other movies you think have like a shot? Like Belfast did pretty well, obviously. Like we said, BGA, DGA, no wga but it wasn't eligible i mean um
1: yeah like in this i think in this sound editing another day right one of the sounds i think of sound editing the sound editors um you know for their riot scenes right so yeah it you know it performed fine i think um yeah nothing really changed my mind it is kind of interesting because i i feel like every guild there was like a snub for something like that's true like sound missing uh mixing but in the grand scheme i still have like a power of the dog
0: winning same i i I, it is interesting though that everything missed like in one spot or another which is uh it
1: keeps things kind of exciting um in a way even if you know your fave gets snubbed somehow um I think really for best picture is just figuring out the final slot or two.
0: Yeah. I'll be curious to see. I, I'm ha- I hazard to say all 10 will make it over, but I kind of wanted to say all 10 from the PGA will make it over.
1: <laughs> it was and a little I, more. I, 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 I have Macbeth in my 10th slot. You're still
0: rolling with Macbeth. It's, I don't know. Like, well I mean, I could switch to Ricardo's. <laughs>
1: But I don't know if, if it'll be all 10. Like, I guess they could be, I guess, is it is it laziness if it's just the 10? I don't know.
0: I don't know if it's laziness, but I'm also like, I just don't know. I guess. Of the all the movies that are in contention for that last spot that combine most like broad mainstreamness slash like people actually liking it, it does feel like Ricardo's could be that pick because it's like, It was definitely watched a lot. Certainly the industry seemingly really likes it much more than like film Twitter does and like the Uh critics did. But the industry has been like very excited by it. And it's very popular based on whatever, you know, back of the napkin math that we were reading about online about like the Nielsen metrics or the minutes watched or whatever, who knows. So I'm like, it does combine both of those things. Whereas like Spider-Man is maybe still considered Spider-Man, No Time to Die. We like probably not seriously considered. And then the art house movies like lost daughter Macbeth are really strong to certain people. And maybe that passion is enough to push them through, but I don't know, does it not play out? I guess I would change my mind, I guess, depending on like the BAFTA nominees. I don't even know though.
1: Yeah. Well, but I mean, BAFTA is next week and they also, you know, for many of their categories, they have the juries. So it's, not particularly helpful if you're trying to use that for your Oscar predictions.
0: Well, if lost daughter makes it in a BAFTA, would you consider that as like a, maybe a strong contender then for the night, the 10th spot?
1: I, I don't know. I mean, it did well on the long list. Yeah. Like I, I could, I don't think I'll get into best picture there so I don't. I don't but, think
0: it will either. But if it did, I would maybe think like, okay, then I think it's going to get in because I think that movie is actually very. I think again, there is a lot of support for that movie. It's not as polar. I think there are more polarizing movies than that. I would say. I don't know. I, I could see it, I and mean, we know Olivia Coleman's going to get in. Seemingly, Maggie Gyllenhaal would get in for screenplay. Maybe it gets in. I don't know. I, yeah. If it doesn't get nominated, Bafta, I would just say no chance. But.
1: Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know like some people were thinking you get into p j too, but i I don't know. I wasn't feeling that really. It just it feels kind of small, I guess, in a way, even though I feel like it is peaking right now or I, I don't know if it's actually peaking, but the conversation around it is happening right now since it you know, just right. arrived on Netflix a couple weeks ago.
0: But and it has that Olivia Coleman performance that like people are like... Very excited by,
1: yeah. I think that, I mean, there's like a whole bunch of movies for those last spot or two. Like, there's also Drive My Car, and you know, I guess you know, are we burying Nightmare Alley?
0: <laughs> I think are Probably, we gonna cross yeah. off, are we crossing off Nightmare Alley and House of Gucci? I guess would be one of the questions. I think Gucci needed PGA, I, I think it did too, but it did get in its sag. If it won its sag somehow, that would, I think, renew. Maybe interest in it, but we'll already know it doesn't really matter from the nominations, right? Because we'll already have known or voting will be but, over by then. So,
1: or SAG? Well, SAG winners is the 27th. It's in the, a month from now.
0: Right. So, won't really help.
1: Yeah. Like Oscar voting
0: will already in, have had
1: <laughs> February 1st. So,
0: so I'm, I'm just saying, like, it, how's a Gucci? We, if it Gucci? I guess if it got in there, if it got in, then we'll say, oh, maybe it'll win at SAG. Who knows? I just think it needed to get in here at PGA it feels
1: like it needed this like this uh gucci and Spider Man really needed pga uh just to maintain that candidacy yeah and because gucci how many guilds has gucci hit i don't know like definitely costumes
0: i remember that obviously i think it's
1: done pretty well and uh makeup
0: i think costumes and makeup obviously sag did really well i mean it's playing well Jake Gyllenhaal loved it, Joyce. He was like all about that. You know, how available is your heart? Reminded him in opera. Very (laughs) operatic, he said. Joyce, I want to do two things uh, before we wrap up. We got to talk about the TV DGA nominees. I'm just going to run through the nominees really quick on the drama drama series. Uh, Kevin Bray from Succession. Mark Mylod from Succession. uh, Andre uh, Parquet from Succession. Robert Polcini and Sherry Springer Bergman from Succession, and then uh, Laureen Scafaria from Succession. So all five uh, DGA TV. I wonder what show is going to win for Succession. <laughs> so, a I, I saw a lot of people upset about this. I would. Say, I am not upset. Could not be more pleased. Uh, it is the only show on TV that is this good. Is Succession. So if they want to just say this is the only good directing that happened last year on TV. Who am I to argue with that? Uh, certainly from my perspective, it was a wonderful experience watching this show.
1: So I, I understand why people are upset. And like, is it over the top? Yes. Like yes. did Succession need to fill out all five slots? No, it did not. No. Um, but also I don't think these people or like the voters purposely like filled out Succession down the ballot at all. Um, I think it was, so I think drama is pretty weak this year. Um, like all, all like the big players are, are premiering right now, you know, like Ozark just dropped, Killing Eve is coming back soon. So all, all those, uh, the usual suspects are coming in the spring to gear up for the Emmys in 2022, but for, you know, 2021 purposes for DGA, it basically had no competition Right. Like, so I feel like that was part of it. And then I think when they were voting, I don't think they were all, well, I'm sure some people just listed five succession episodes, but I feel like they probably listed, you know, maybe two or three, and then they listed other shows, whatever right. else was eligible this year, I guess, Morning Show, Handmaids. So I Pope. think, yeah. Yeah. I, I, and I you're right. so then I think, uh, but I think enough people did that because Succession is so popular and widely watched that they all just rose; to, those five just rose to the top. So it didn't matter that there were other shows on people's ballots because not enough people voted for those.
0: Yeah, I think that I I think that's very astute. There's just too much TV, you'd argue, and their only show that everybody watches and agrees on is Succession. Yeah, and like it so just
1: ended in December,
0: it, you know. So I'm going through these joys. You, I, I'm rewatching season three now. So I, I dare I say I'm like kind of like in, in the succession mindset, but I'm like looking at these and already I'm like, I don't know who I would pick to win. I guess I just want to go through them. quick. retired janitors of Idaho is the dead cat one, right? When they're doing the, and the dead
1: cat, perfect episode. Okay.
0: All the bells say is when Kendall on when they, when we left, we leave off with Kendall That's is this the, the finale. All the, the bells the say. finale. Okay. Uh, what it takes is which one that was the one I was hung up on. Do you remember? Let's see.
1: What it takes. That I'm was.
0: Google. I'm gonna Google it now. This is compelling stuff.
1: Oh, that no, that that's the one. Um, Season three, episode In, six. in Virginia, that's right, the right. the Republican uh, their their yes, private yes, convention yes. with, with Justin Kurt, uh, yeah. playing
0: Tucker Carlson. Great episode. Uh, Lion in the Meadow is with uh, when uh, they go visit our pal uh, Adrian Brody. Mm-hmm. And then my pick would be Too Much Birthday, which is Lorraine's which is Kendall's birthday. I hope that wins for so many reasons. I just think that's an incredible episode. And I actually think the my pick of all the bells say they maybe should, while the finale is all time, I almost wonder if they should have done the previous episode, but with, with the dick <laughs> yeah, because it's just an incredible moment, but I would pick the too much birthday personally, but I, I don't know. Where, where would you go with your succession uh, pick here?
1: Um, I, yeah, I I I I would be fine with too much birthday winning. That was that was great, and I I guess the the easy pick I guess would would be the finale, all the bells say. Um, you know what would snub though? Uh, Kathy Yawn for this the disruption,
0: the third episode. That was a good one. A great episode. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I I would just
1: I would probably say, I would probably rank what it takes last. Um, because I also greatly enjoyed retired janitors of Idaho. That was a a tremendous, uh, bubble episode, just really good. uh, Yeah. And then the cat, obviously. So yeah, I would be, I think it's probably between too much birthday and the finale.
0: I mean, we'll see what happens. Probably finale is the edge. It's a finale, but, uh, we'll see. And then for the, uh, while we're doing these, let's just do a, com- a comedy was uh, not as compelling, but you know, certainly because it's, it's not succession is not involved with it, but great shows. Nonetheless, uh, hacks, Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso, the white Lotus, the three Ted Lassos are no weddings and a funeral, which is, I think when uh, Rebecca's mom, uh, dad passes away Uh rainbow, which is a good uh, big uh, Roy Kent episode. If I remember correctly. That's, that's a rom-com. And then the, the what? twist I would say is beard after hours. Because that was a very polarizing episode, Joyce. I don't know if you remember. It was a, it was an extra episode that one of the two that they added because they were going to do 10. It was, it was about, all about beard. All about beard going on like an Odyssey journey slash Martin Scorsese after hours hence the title. Uh, so that the fact that it got in there made me think that maybe it actually could win just because like, I didn't think it was going to, it was not, it was definitely a, of a polarizing 10 lasso season where people were very much buried in the discourse of it that was definitely an episode that people were not and also they had more episodes this past season so it was like that was a an extra episode <laughs> they were not excited they were not as excited more people were that was the most polar. i would say that was the most polarizing episode of a polarizing season so i was surprised they made it and then the white lotus mysterious monkeys was the other nominee and then for limited series Joyce we'll just do these very quick uh barry jenkins barry levinson for dope's sake barry jenkins was for underground railroad Hero uh, Moray for Station 11. Danny Strong for Dope's Sake and Craig Zobel. Zobes for Mayor Beast Town.
1: Zobes, not Zabes.
0: Not Zabes, Zobes.
1: Um, I would like uh, Craig
0: to win for Mayor. I don't think he will. I think it's going to be, uh, I hope it's Barry Jenkins, personally.
1: He, I mean, he deserves some love for, because the Underground Railroad got screwed <laughs> last
0: year. <laughs> really. And then Joyce, the uh, only other thing we could talk about is our Gold Derby Awards.
1: Yes, we announce, today. announce nominations. You can, today. Vote, right you now, can right now, vote right now. You can vote. Vote for the winner. Create as many accounts as you want to vote for
0: the winner. <laughs> <laughs> um, we can vote until Sunday, February 27th, Joyce. So plenty of time. It seems plenty
1: well, long. well, speaking of voting, since it is the first day of Oscar voting, and yes. the next time we do this next week, it'll be over. It'll be over. Somehow it's over. Who <laughs> who would you want them to vote for? Right. This is your chance to champion.
0: Can I do Some more lot. than one thing?
1: You do as many as you want. Okay. First would be- For, for like with the, the one Oscar voter watching this right now.
0: <laughs> one Oscar voter watching this right now, Ben Affleck, Tender Bar. I'm actually now, Joyce, I've looped around where I actually am excited about Tender Bar and Ben Affleck in it. I think he should get nominated. It's a great performance. It is. The reason my thinking was the last duel, he is incredibly hilarious and a great villain. But the more I think about it, the more I'm like, it's very much in keeping with uh, Dazed and Confused and mall rats when he was just the the early in his career that's all he did was play bullies and villains and just total douchebags and bringing that back for last duel i found so great and if you like the reason i like tender bar more though is because we haven't actually seen him do that type of he's just so average in in tender bar in a way that like there's no uh there's no trauma like he has him way back there's no like smarmy ulterior motives like he hasn't he's gone a fun uncle yeah he's like a nice uncle and he's like a good dude so i i was weighing on i, I i'm going to bat for ben i think he should get nominated
1: i, uh, just, uh, I just i just i want one. it to be the last duel no i think the, the tenor bar is the one i mean i mean also are like are you just influenced because he's been nominated for the tenor bar instead of last duel
0: no because i thought about it and i really think that it's just a better it's a bigger stretch for him to play the guy in tender bar than it is him to play in last duel for whatever. Reason. But I, I also feel like it's
1: not though. Well, I, think I guess is, like I we think haven't like, he doesn't usually
0: play those guys, but like, the thing. He he's I think he's more like, I think he's more like the guy, obviously don't know Ben Affling, but he, he seems <laughs> like, you know, I think, I think we'd be pals, but I'm like, I think he's more like the guy in tender bar than he is in last duel. And then maybe you'd say like, well, well he's not really yes. acting then. But I wonder. I think it's actually hard to play like a slight variation on yourself a little more than sometimes we think. I don't know. That was that's my. That, I'm going for you're
1: play. you're very. I know you're very excited because you you like quickly turned around like yeah. a yeah. manifesto on Ben Affleck today.
0: <laughs> As you had one, you inspired me. The were choice. So you stump for your pal, and then I'll, I'll do maybe do another one.
1: Were, were you threatened? Because I wrote about
0: Mike Fife. No, because I love I love him. I love Mike Fife. <laughs>
1: But so we ha- we're supporting two different we're du- du- dueling supporting actor
0: contenders. But I'll tell you what I have them both in my predictions. Okay. So
1: as long as you support Mike as well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have Ben. Though so should I put in Ben for you?
0: No. Come on. <laughs> so who do you got here? What do you, what do you what do you think?
1: Um. You think? Well. Like, uh, yeah. So Mike, Mike, I Mike. Please, even though it's been shaky with West Side Story this week, but just
0: vote for him. <laughs> so good. He's really great. He's and so I read, good. Joyce has a great piece on the website, and I was like, "Man, you know what movie rules? West Side Story. You know who's great? Mike Fiers.
1: He's the best part of the movie, and he's been paid dust by everyone so far, except us. We nominated him, so you give over him an R award. Awards. But I feel like part of it is because like the movie was late. I feel like it should have started screening in early November. It was it was done because this movie is supposed to come out in 2020. So it wasn't like Nightmare Alley. They were like trying to wrap it up. Right. <laughs> uh, so I feel like they should have done that to pull a buzz because he's, you know, not super famous. And I don't think he was on anyone's radar to be a potential nominee because like this, like no one has ever nominated anyone for playing Riff before. For, no. Like in any medium. <laughs> and then, like you know, you were earmarking. Like, you know, like uh, Rachel Zegler, because she's the lead and um, Ariana DeBose and uh, David Aures, because they're playing Oscar winning roles. So I feel like you were already keeping an eye out for them. Like no one was keeping an eye out for him. So I feel like he could have really benefited from some extra weeks of buzz. And yeah, and then they had late SAG screeners, which also screwed the cast. And him.
0: (laughs) but the couple of things there. He was on the long list at BAFTA, so that's good. yes.
1: So he could get in next week if the jury picks him. If he's, I don't, I don't think he's top two for the automatic nomination. I don't think he's top
0: two, but I think he'd get him from the jury.
1: Hopefully, fingers crossed. And I just
0: think, like you said, and I think in your piece, you leave the movie and you're like, wow, that guy rules. Like, put him no in all the movies. to anybody else. The movie's great, I love it, but I'm like, yeah. he really does explode off the screen. He and it's like, like such a different interpretation of Riff. Really good. Yeah, and I think it would be a great nomination. I think if, if West Side Story is a strong shower, I think he can get in. You know what I mean? Like, I think if there's like a broad amount of love for him for the movie, I think he'll get
1: in. Yeah. I mean, I definitely would feel better if it didn't miss ASC and Ace this week. (laughs) But the cinematographers and editors are not nominating the acting nominees. So...
0: But I think I, I'm I'm pretty excited about him. Just the other person I'll stump for quickly is uh, Simon Rex for Red Rocket. Totally out of the blue. But uh, who we also him. nominated an R award. We did. R awards are pretty good, honestly, some yeah. of them. Uh, but yeah, I was uh, I'm weighing on Simon Rex for that performance. I think it's so good. He's just out of his mind. It's uh, Sandler and Uncut Gems.
1: I would would support that nomination for him. I don't think he'll get in, sadly. Um, But, you know, I used to watch Jack and Jill on the WB and he was on
0: that show. (laughs) Great show. And he was very good. Uh, But he's so good in Red Rocket. It's a great movie and, uh, and great performance. And another one of those, I guess we'll see. I think what we were talking about earlier is like how much the accessibility and just being theaters only, like, does that matter? And like Red Rocket's another one that's just, I don't think it's, you can only see it in theaters. I think it's coming to... It's
1: a super small. Super and, small,
0: like no one really saw it. And it's only coming to theater, or like DVD, I think in like March. So it'll be like no impact on the any of its awards potential by then because it'll be long done past voting. But yeah, like I wonder how that'll play out. But Joyce, do you have any other, one more, uh, another person to stump for? If, if, if um, I
1: would off. just like The Last Duel in general. Because it's... It's, it's like not even getting guild nominations in
0: no. like crafts <laughs> really needed some good like, crafts
1: like nothing from adg oh my gosh
0: <laughs> come on great crafts beautiful crafts so rude. Right. so but next yeah. time we talk we'll Oscar will be over
1: Oscar her will be over i guess we should probably do it after after nominations right
0: yeah, I think that's all next that
1: would, time. that would make the most sense. Cause and we'll,
0: we'll we'll talk more about this in our, our little our little typey typey call.
1: Oh yeah, tomorrow. We haven't decided what
0: that's it's gonna right. be. <laughs> but Joyce, this was fun. I'll I'll talk to you later. Bye. For all things Hollywood competition and award season, head to goldderby.com and follow us on social media at goldderby.